Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, this is Tristan Nunez, driver of the 7-0 Skyactiv Mazda prototype, and you're listening to Thursday Night Thunder on the Speedway Digest Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the October 18th edition of Speedway Digest, Thursday Night Thunder, the most hardcore motorsport program on the internet. This episode 149 of the series. I'm your host, Adam Jason Sinclair, and tonight we'd like to thank you for tuning in to the only episode of this this show scheduled for the month of October. Why is that, you might ask? Well, let's just say that South Florida is a very spooky place this time of year, and your host wants to try and take it all in. From the halls of Enigma Honda Book Raton, named the number one haunted attraction in Florida, to the expanse of the South Florida fairgrounds and fright nights, the scary back lots of Universal Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights, to the hundreds of haunted acres at Busch Gardens Hollow Scream, from the scream-filled campus of G-Star School of the Arts, X-Scream Halloween, to the less spooky, but just as fun, Legoland, Florida, Brick or Treat. We've seen it all, or at least plan to. Next week, at this time, we hope to venture to the Flagler waterfront for Glass by Night in preparation for a weekend of spooky travel that make a vampire want to take a siesta. We're planning on visiting Hollow Scream next weekend. Should be pretty awesome. Oh. If you want to, you can follow along with our spooky adventures on Palm Beach Happening, if you dare. On tonight's program, Michael Mullally and myself will be previewing the preparations for the IMSA Michelin Sports Car Encore the United States Grand Prix, and how Ty Dillon's Geico team will be rolling ahead to Kansas with momentum from their strong Talladega run. Also on the program tonight, we'll be visiting with our guest, entry-level four stock car driver, Leon Keniston. The season may be over for some drivers and teams across IMSA's various series, but that doesn't mean there won't be any more on-track action before the calendar flips to 2019. Preparations continue for several teams for the inaugural IMSA Michelin Sports Car Encore at Sebring International Raceway on November 9th through the 11th, 2018. After two full days of practice and qualifying on the 3.74-mile 17-turn track, the featured event takes place on Sunday, November 11th at 12 p.m. with a four-hour race featuring LMP3, GT3, GT4, and TCR race cars. Drivers and teams will be competing for a $10,000 winner's prize and a $5,000 Michelin tire credit to apply for the 2019 season. It's also an opportunity for teams to get to experience on the new for 2019 Michelin tires. One of these such teams is South Florida-based P1 Motorsports, who entered an LMP3 car for the event. We have a lot of information already on the tires. We pretty much, we were pretty much the first team to have the car in America dating back a couple of years now said P1 Motorsports team manager Alberto Pena. It's still convenient for us to go out and just to get a one-up on the tires and seat for next year. At the IMSA's Michelin Sports Car Encore, teams are allowed a minimum of two and a maximum of three drivers per car. Platinum-rated drivers are prohibited, and each car may have a maximum of one gold-rated driver, which cannot participate in qualifying. The event is an unprecedented opportunity for drivers to experience IMSA in a low-pressure setting, yeah, right. At one of North America's iconic road courses. It's opportunities like that, Pena believes, that make it so attractive. There's no replacement for seat time, he said. Anytime we don't have to spend a lot of money to run a track and still have a good time, it is always a plus. So that's what our drivers really look forward to more than anything, just going out there and having a good time. 
In addition to the LMP3 cars that make up the IMSA Prototype Challenge, other cars eligible to compete include GT3 cars, which are the basis for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship GTD class. GT4 cars that compete in the IMSA Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge, GS class, and TCR cars that debuted in the Continental Tire Challenge in 2018. Tickets will be sold at the gate at Sebring International Raceway each day, and military veterans will be admitted free on Sunday, Veterans Day, with proper ID. Following Saturday's on-track action, there will be a concert at 7 p.m. featuring Marvel Country Music's top artists, Love and Theft, along with the Dairy Daughters. The Formula One Championship will make its only appearance of the year in the United States this weekend, and ESPN and ABC will surround Sunday's Formula One Pirelli United States Grand Prix with reports on SportsCenter, Good Morning America Weekend, and on the ESPN digital platforms. ABC will televise the race on Sunday, October 21st at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time from Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. The telecast will begin with the on grid pre-race show with the races start shortly after 2 p.m. Qualifying in all three practice sessions will air on ESPN Networks on Friday and Saturday with streaming of all sessions and the race on the ESPN app. The race and qualifying telecast will air commercial-free with sponsorship from Mother's Polish. Sports Center anchor Nicole Briscoe will report from Austin on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with her first report to air during the 6 p.m. edition of Sports Center on Friday. In the days leading up to the race, Sports Center plans to air a feature on F1 driver Lewis Hamilton, who could clinch his fifth world championship this weekend, as well as a recap of last year's race and a preview of this year's event. Also included will be a video of scenes from this week's F1 Fan Festival in Miami. On the day of the race, ABC's Good Morning America weekend will air reports from Circuit of the Americas from ABC News senior meteorologist Rob Marciano, including a feature with Hamilton. The year-round coverage of Formula One on ESPN's dedicated F1 website will continue the week of the United States Grand Prix this week with an in-depth feature and interview of Hamilton written by Lawrence Edmondson. As Edmondson writes, Hamilton is building an empire, and F1 is just the start. ESPN F1 will also have full event coverage from Austin. Earlier in the week, ESPN F1 reported that in the FIA's approval of the 2019 calendar for the championship. Formula One remains in North remains in North America next weekend with the Formula One Mexican Grand Prix in Mexico City. ABC will also televise that race on Sunday, October 28th at 2.30 p.m. with qualifying and the free practice sessions airing on ESPN networks. Formula One Pirelli United States Grand Prix television schedule, all times are Eastern. Friday, October 19th, practice one at 10.55 a.m. on ESPNU. Practice number two at 2.55 p.m. Saturday, October 20th, practice 3, 1.55 p.m. on ESPN News, and qualifying Sunday, October 21st, 4.55 p.m. on ESPN News, and the race will begin at 1.30 p.m. on ABC. The race Encore, Monday, October 22nd, will be at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN2, and 12.30 a.m. on ESPN News. All programs also will stream on ESPN on the ESPN app. While we're standing by for our guests, let's go ahead and listen to one of the selections from Ron Pastana and the pit crew. This is Victory Lane.
again, that was Ron Pisana and the Pit Crew with Victory Lane. We'd like to thank them again for allowing them to, allowing us to use those songs during this program. You don't find them on the air very much, so if you want to look them up, please look up Ron Pastana and the Pit Crew. Our guest this evening is Leon Keniston. Keniston races entry-level four-cylinder stock car racing, mostly on asphalt, but a few times a year he even races on dirt and snow. He's been racing now for 11 years throughout New Hampshire, and Maine, and Massachusetts. He won a championship in 2015, as well as the 2016 highest point scorer in K1's National GP Challenge Series for the Indoor Karting Franchise. We're trying to talk to someone from K1 on this program in the near future. We'll let you know when we end up getting them scheduled. And we are now pleased to welcome Leon to the program. Hi, how's it going? Not too bad. Hello? First, we get your initial start in the Hello? Hello. I'm uh, having a hard time hearing you. I might be my... Hello? Hello? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Okay. First off, how do you get your start in motorsports? Um, I, uh, I've always been a fan, uh, a, a friend of my grandfather got me into it way back in 1993, uh, took me to my first race and it was, as they say, it was just, that was it. I, that was, that was it. I was, I was, I was hooked. I, I couldn't get it out of my blood and I was a NASCAR fan. Uh, when I got old enough to decide I wanted to do it, I just, I went and did it. I, I bought a car and, and decided I was going to go do my very first race. I had no idea what I was getting into, and the race that I showed up at, my very first one, had 108 cars in it. Who was your ring I growing up? Is everybody still there? Hello? Nobody at all. Leon, Mr. Keniston. Hello, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. Uh, who's your motorsports idol? Moving on. Um, to, to be honest, it wouldn't be anybody you guys would out there would know, but there's a guy out here that races in New England. His name's Pete Fandaka. He's got like 400, 500 wins. He's probably the New England version of a Dick Trickle. And he mm. raced everything, everywhere that you could imagine. Um, he won four championships at four different tracks all in the same year one time. Um, if I was to say that there was somebody that I would, would idolize, it would definitely be him. And there's another driver that um, 
growing up. He's he's not a driver anymore, but his name was Brett Rollins, and that was my grandfather's uh, friend that got me into racing just by taking me, and I get to see him race when I was younger. What is your ultimate racing goal? Um, I just want to entertain people. I have a lot of fun with what I'm doing, and I, I realize I'm never you know, going to make it to be like on the level of a, of a Kyle Busch, a Dale Earnhardt Jr., a Jeff Gordon, nothing like that. So my, my, my goal is just give fans something to either cheer or boo for, whatever they want. I drive a Tomator car, a, a car painted like the, the Tomator from, from Cars. Because the kids love it. I mean, they, 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 years ago, my friend let me drive his Lightning McQueen car. And I, my personality fits Mater way more than it fits Lightning. So I said, I got to do this. So I went, I did it. It was a hit. So as long as, as long as I'm entertaining fans and I'm, I'm, I'm having fun myself, that's, that's the ultimate goal is just entertain people that love this sport and give the next generation of young fans something to want to come back to the track for. I got one more question for you, and I'll probably come back for a couple more. But can you tell us a little bit more about racing on snow? Oh, it's it's the wildest thing I've ever done. Um, up here in New England, we have ice racing every every winter. Um, actually, actually, uh, some people don't realize Paul Menard started racing on on ice up in in in, in Wisconsin. And uh, I, I thought it was the coolest thing, so I had uh, I had to try it. There was a race at a track called Speedway 51, uh, Groveton, New Hampshire. They have it every year. Uh, it's a hundred lap race on ice on, on on a banked oval track that they they pack the snow down and they run on it, and it's it, it's wild. It's it's it's. It's it's just crazy, but it's so fun because the, the the level of skill that it takes to do it to even finish that race, let alone win it or, or do good in it, is just, it's it's the craziest thing I've ever been a part of. Well, let me go ahead and throw you out to my co-host, Michael Mullally. Has a couple of questions for you as well. All right. Do you prefer to race in the dirt, or do you prefer to race on the asphalt? Asphalt all day long. Um, dirt's fun to go to. Dirt's fun to watch. Um, but I just I feel the speed is the speed is way higher on the pavement. Uh, I feel and and, I, and this may be an unpopular opinion on my on my uh, that I have over others, but I think the more talented drivers come from and excel from pavement. I, I have way more uh, competitive races on, on the asphalt. When I go to the dirt, it's um, it's 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 a uh, 50/50 if I'm even going to bring my car home in one piece, let alone let alone do anything. But I enjoy the dirt, I enjoy the asphalt. But if I had to pick one or the other, it's going to be asphalt all day long. Now I'm going to be honest. I'm not familiar with you know what you guys call your classes over there. But yep. if you could race anything other than the four-cylinder class, what would you race? Oh, if I got my 100% uh my my dream thing to drive would be called a um an Isma 350 super modified. Um I know out on the West Coast they've had them before with the, where they used to run the Copper World Classic. Uh but here they have a, a a wing that moves up and down. The cars run around Thompson International Speedway 160 170 miles an hour around there. Um, they're they're just an absolute 
fire breathing untamed animal and it's it's the it's it's the, the the fastest race cars the fastest short track race cars on the planet is from what i'm told and i'd love to give a get a try to race one of those Now, what kind of driver do you classify yourself as, a dirty driver or a clean driver? Um, I tend to be a clean driver. I've let a lot go through the years. Uh, my driver's side will have a whole lot more dents in it than my passenger's side will. Um, but, you know, I, I think all of us racers, we have that, that line that we get pushed to every now and then. And uh, sometimes some things happen that you don't, you, you're not totally proud of. Use your bumper a little more than you'd like, but I, I I pride myself on being a very clean driver. I I like being able to go door to door with somebody, race about ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty laps side by side with somebody, get out and shake their hand rather than just driving the side of them and bounce off and keep going. That's to me, there's a lot more talent involved in being able to go side by side with somebody than just kind of using them up and moving on. Yeah. Well, my final question for you, if you could give advice to somebody wanting to get into motorsports or, I mean, racing at all, what advice would that be? Um, my advice to anybody that would want to get into racing is, is, is honestly go to the track, go in the pits, introduce yourself to, to, to everybody that will listen to you. Tell them who you, want, who, who you are, what you want to do, and, and absorb all that information. Um, some some crews are willing to, to to have people just hang out and, and and learn, and I was very fortunate that uh, in my in my second year of racing, my um, my friends Eric Pomasco, I don't know if they're listening, but if they are, hi. Um, they had they they had me help out with their car and 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 learn the ins and outs, and they got in the garage, and I learned a lot from him. So my advice would be just go and and check it out and. Uh, Ask the questions. It doesn't matter how dumb you think the question is. Ask it and learn and absorb, and then go for it. And just just don't be afraid to fail because you're going to fail a lot before you, before you have success. You're going to fail a lot, but just keep at it because the rewards are are they're just this so the the highs are really high, the lows are really lows, but those highs are worth it all day long. Well, we'd like to thank you very much for coming on the program this evening and wish you lots of luck. You, were, you seem to be very knowledgeable and you seem to be a pretty fun guy. So hope you have a, a great year and, and a great season next year as well. Well, yeah, our season wrapped up pretty much. we got one more race to go up here, and then it's on to 2019. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I know I've talked to Michael a lot about it over the course of a year of doing it, and I'm glad I finally got to do it, even if I had a little bug with the, with, with the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Thank you very much, Ian. Have a nice night. Yeah, you have a great afternoon, evening. Once again, we'd like to thank Leon for coming on the program this evening and hope to maybe talk to him again in the future. NASCAR is heading out to the Midwest to kick off the final five races of the 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season. Ty Dillon and the Geico Racing Team will take on Kansas Speedway after bringing home a 15th place finish last weekend in Talladega. After Rex took them out of contention in the spring event in the intermediate track, the team is looking to rebound with their results in the Geico Camaro DL1. This will be Dylan's fifth Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series start at Kansas. In his previous races, Dylan has earned top 20 
two top 20 finishes with his best finish of 14th place coming in 2017. He also has four NASCAR to his name at Kansas Speedway. Dylan has earned two top five and top three, three top ten finishes in the series. He scored his best finish of fourth place in, the, in 2015. In his two NASCAR Camping World Truck Series starts, he finished in the top ten in both outings and earned his best finish of his of eighth place in 2013. Dylan has competed in two ARCA Racing Series races at the track and won the 2010 event after starting from the fourth position and leading ten laps. I'd like to take this point to to thank you all for listening tonight. I know it's been a uh, a couple little technical snafus, but those are pretty much normal and expected especially for a Halloween-type episode this evening. What we'd like to offer this evening is I have some some passes to give away from Palm Beach International Raceway. They are free entry passes for racer, spectator, or crew for the uh, test and tune session they've got there on Friday night. What we're going to do is we're going to have a little bit of a contest on Facebook. So go to facebook.com slash SD Thursday Night Thunder, where you can click on a link in order to get information about how to win free tickets to go to Palm Beach International Raceway for one of their test and tune events. They have those on Fridays, and I believe they also have them on Saturdays. Um, but please go to facebook.com slash SD Thursday Night Thunder. I'm going to have a little bit of information on how you can enter to win those tickets there as soon as this program is completed. Be sure to check out past episodes of Thursday Night Thunder as well as the other shows on the Speedway Digest Radio Network at speedwaydigestradionetwork.com. You can also check out the show on Facebook by searching for Speedway Digest Thursday Night Thunder in the search bar or by going to the, the link I just gave you, facebook.com slash SD Thursday Night Thunder. I also invite you to read the articles covering all aspects of more sports at speedwaydigest.com. I haven't had much of a chance to update anything on there this past few days, but last week I did put up roughly, I think, 18 articles about racing news at speedwaydigest.com. There's been some changes at Speedway Digest. The uh, Facebook and Speedway Digest are not agreeing with each other right now. So Speedway Digest is not updating their Facebook page, but you can still go to SpeedwayDigest.com for all the information. They're updating their other social media channels as well. They have not updated Facebook in a couple of days, though. I don't know if that will change in the future. I'm pretty sure it will. In addition, if you're a fan of South Florida and who isn't, be sure to check out the latest news and information about our slice of paradise at Palm Beach Happening, which can be found by visiting palmbeach.happeningmag.com. Speaking of contests, I'm going to do a little bit of a contest on Palm Beach Happening as well. That will also be a Facebook contest, so go to facebook.com slash palmbeachhappening. Check out the information about that. That will be a little bit of a grab bag contest. I do have some Enigma Hunt coupons there that I'm going to be giving out. I also have a Gun World uh, firearms training program course that I'm going to be giving away on there as well. And possibly a uh, silver bar, silver ball museum and arcade in Delray Beach. I've got a, uh, a ticket for that also that I might be giving out. So be sure to check out facebook.com slash Palm Beach Happening for more details. As we say, this is a Halloween episode. We did a little bit of information about the, uh, the different Halloween events I've been covering for Palm Beach Happening. Halloween is coming up in less than two weeks, and we here at Speedway Digest Thursday Night Thunder want to remind you all that Halloween is a time of fun and frivolity. It's a time to come out of your shell and to acknowledge the mysterious side that resides within all of us. Have a happy holiday, and be sure to don't eat, not eat too much candy. 
Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again November 8th in the Thunderdome as we discuss the major issues in the world of modern auto racing. See you soon, and thanks again.